Okay, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? I am Mark Marin. This is WTF. It's my show. Welcome. I'm not even going to get meta or make note of the fact that I trimmed down the intro this time. I was just trying it on for size. Is that okay? That's what I did. I hope you're well. I do want to tell you that if you're in Denver, Colorado, tomorrow night, Friday, August 23rd, and Saturday, August 24th, I will be at the Comedy Works in Denver, Colorado. If you want to make the trip or come on down or uh, buy some tickets and not go just because, that doesn't even make sense. But that's where I'll be. So uh, come down. I love that club. It's a hot room. It's a hot room, man. It's so hot in terms of... uh, crowd response and just the uh, structure of the room that as a comic i question whether or not things deserve that much laughter now of course after saying that i'll go there and have the roughest weekend of my life just because that's the way my brain works that's right you hear those mills those are the mills of negativity whirring away in the back of your mind why mark everything's going well for you because that's the way my brain is wired and in order to make that go away i gotta shut down that mill I got to put people out of work. Well, not people exactly, but the guys in my head that are milling and maybe mining negativity as well. That's probably a better metaphor. I got to close down that mine and put those little evil fuckers out of work that are mining negativity uh, in order to produce gems of failure or not, not even gems of failure at this point, but gems that when you look at them clearly in all their facets, all they can do is illuminate your self-doubt and insecurity. Holy shit, it's metaphor day on WTF. Why not play some guitar? Well, that's a good question, Mark, because you're not necessarily a guitar player, but I have to admit, friends, I have to admit because that's something to do with this show that you're about to hear. Oh, by the way, Tom Segura, Tom Segura is on the show today. Uh, I love Tom. I love his wife, uh, Christina Pazitsky. Uh, she was on the uh, WTF. It was episode 387. Uh, and it was a great interview. It was a live one. And it's also uh, a good excuse, if you want to connect these two, to go out and uh, get that app. You don't even have to go anywhere. Go out to your phone and pick up the WTF app for free. If you, if you could take the long walk to your phone and turn that fucker on, I should probably turn mine off. You can upgrade to the premium app and stream every episode of WTF if you want to hear Tom's wife, Christina. She's awesome. But I've been sitting here thinking about guitar playing because also on the show, the band Yacht, I I guess you could call them a band. There's two of them, and it's primarily computer-generated, but it is a band, and I do like them. They're on the DFA label, and they came in a box of stuff that that was sent to me uh, by DFA. And uh, I always liked him. You know, out of a lot of the DFA artists, I really resonated with Yacht. And I, I, it's, they, they got a little edge to him. And, and it, it is dance music. It is, I don't know what you would call it. I don't know how you would classify it. But uh, it's got a good beat. It's got a beat you can move to. But I dug them. But I, I never, I, I knew they were in town. I knew they were somehow attached to comedy, uh, you know, in terms of performing at a space where there was some comedy. Uh, but I just, I just kind of liked him. And then out of nowhere... They asked me if I wanted to play guitar on one of their songs. They did a, a sort of a groovy dance beat protest song uh, against the, uh, the NSA. And I said, hell yeah, I do. I want to be a professional musician. And you, you got to understand, that doesn't make me a professional musician. Obviously, I'm aware of that. But it does make me a musician who played on a song that was on the radio, which is not nothing. 
And quite honestly, I only play for me. I play guitar for me, and I and I and I got to put you know put my heart out there to all of you that that do something that you love for yourself. Obviously, we should do everything that we love for ourselves. Uh, but uh, but there, you know, guitar playing, and I've shared it with you. Uh, it's sort of my secret uh, my secret uh, hobby. Because I don't do it professionally, but I love to do it. And I do believe that I've made progress at it. And this is where the blues come in. And this is where the minors of negativity come in. And this is where the, the, uh, the, the sort of uh, the anxiety generators come in. Is that I don't listen to the blues a lot, but it's all that I play, really. Most of my stuff, and I've talked about it before, is blues-based. Because I started to... I feel like I've gotten better as a guitar player lately and not because I play with other people, just because I dig deeper into what I already know and the blues. And I guess comedy to some degree is one of the, the few things that you can do that with is that like, I've got a little bit of craft in place. I know a few notes. I know the five that are necessary and many of the greatest blues artists only worked with those five. So there's got to be a way to wrench out whatever the hell it is that I need in my own way out of those five fucking notes. You know, whether it's mourning or dealing with or, or celebrating the, 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 you know, the part of your soul, the part of your heart, the part of yourself that gets crushed or lost when you are emotionally attached to anything. So when Yacht asked me to, uh, to play with them, I was like, you sure you want me? And I didn't know why they wanted me. But here's the deal. I've got the song on here. And I've actually got, I've actually got Yacht in here to, to, to talk about the song, to talk about their, their approach to music a little bit. And then also to uh, to answer the question, why the fuck did you ask me to do this guitar solo? I only do one thing good on the guitar, one area, one sort of sound, and it turns out that's exactly what they needed. So it was uh, fortuitous, or or you know, it was a good booking. I don't know. I'm just excited to be on a record. I'm excited to talk to Yacht. We'll do that in just a second. <laughs> I don't want to get your names wrong. Claire Evans. Yep. Jonah. Brr. Oh. <laughs> Two yep. strikes, buddy. Two strikes. <laughs> it's, what? it's Jonah like Jonathan and Bechtold. It's... It's wait, fucked up. I'm sorry, why, but you you made it complicated. I know. Yeah, I'm choices. sorry. I'm, I say this to him so much. Really? Change your name. Well, okay. His name is Jonathan. <laughs> right. But he's Jonah. But yeah. he's insisted since he was a child on Jonah, and no one insist- has ever gotten it right. It was totally a baby decision. I didn't insist on it. Yeah, well, you got to. Yeah. When I was a baby, it. I couldn't say Jonathan, and it just stuck. My parents. And that was it. that's who you were. Yeah, that's you who were I Jonah. Am yeah. I the reason I know you at all is because uh, Jonathan Galkin. Yes. Out there at uh, DFA, because I didn't know anything. Great man. He is a great man. Yeah. But he was a fan of mine. I didn't know anything yeah. about Murphy. I didn't know anything about uh, LCD Sound System. I'm like, look, uh, I seem to have missed this entire chunk of music history. I don't know your label. Yeah. And he sent me a box, and you guys were in it. So I put on your records, and at some point, like I invested a lot of mystique in you guys, and I'm like, these guys are interesting. They seem to have a system in place. There's a bigger picture here. This had nothing to do with the music. Right. And now we blew it. Coming here, we blew it. No, you blew it when I come over to your house. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, they're just people. They're not these mythological beings that have a a system. Yeah. So how'd you guys start out, though? Where'd you meet, and where'd you come from? Claire, you first. Okay, Claire, you go first. Okay. How far back do you want to go? All the way. (laughs) born 1984 yeah. Yeah. dystopia yeah uh no uh, i was born in uh the united kingdom i emigrated to the united states when i was eight i lived in portland oregon my whole life i went to school in los angeles and i played in a lot of punk bands and 
sort of art rock bands. I met Jonna in 2004 when my incredibly weird um, and difficult noise rock band was playing with an early incarnation of Yacht. Uh, it was like at first sight. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Aww, so big of me. And then, yeah, and then years later, we started collaborating. We became sort of friends and collaborators over the years, and then I joined Yacht officially in 2009. I was born in 1980 in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, My parents moved around a bunch until we settled in Astoria, Oregon, their hometown. Uh, So I grew up mostly in Astoria, and I started a punk band with my older brother. It was his idea when I was 12 or 13. Yeah. Uh, And then I, I completed middle school. And that was it. Yeah. Then I done. decided from from then on I didn't want to be a part of any kind of formal education system. Time to join the circus. Yep. So my brother and I moved in together into a, a shitty house in southeast Portland and started this punk band and we had like aspirations of being on MTV. Like it was pop punk. What'd like, you play? I played drums. And he played guitar and sang. We were just a two piece. So nice. we had a lot of novelty. A little ahead of the curve on that, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so we were like, yeah, super into like mid early 90s pop punk Mm -hmm. really wanted to make it and well like they might be giants no well i mean sure like early they might be giants was probably some kind of inspiration but like more like no effects like fat oh, records yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, Bay Area two, like, like right. lookout records right with just but just two instruments that was sort of a bold undertaking yeah you were, yeah. It, <laughs> was, <laughs> it was weird yeah and our whole thing was that we had a, a like great stage banter the no. two of us like little brother older brother stuff i had braces i was tiny i had bleach blonde hair so you had a comedy act it was pretty much a comedy act yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, i think great. in retrospect we can say that <laughs> well it sounded like it was kind of cute and yeah, you know yeah, it was yeah. fun yeah and what and when how did you evolve into whatever you became well through that band we had convinced a family friend to invest in our band and so we bought a computer and that's when i fell in love with computers Mm -hmm. so we started like self-producing and recording just in our house and yeah that just evolved into me wanting to make something completely by myself on a computer and to use the computer sort of as like a punk tool yeah like the way that yeah i guess four track cassettes helped people make like lo-fi recordings and and sort of birth that whole scene. Right. I wanted to do the same sort of thing with computers. And other people were doing that too, but I wanted it just to be a completely self-contained thing where I made like all the album artwork, the website, the recording, like everything just with this single object. Uh-huh. And the performance was all ab- about the object too. So yeah. Then I just started playing shows by myself with a computer and it was totally terrifying because I'd always had someone else on stage with me. Yeah. And I played in a handful of other bands. Yeah. After playing with my brother but yeah but you would just end up up there by yourself like, yeah. just you know pumping it through a speaker yeah and, and i had to figure out because like I, a lot of people started doing laptop music like right. in the early 2000s and every performance that i went to every show i went to i was like totally bored i was like there has to be a, a better thing than like watching a guy <laughs> seemingly checking his email the whole time yeah so i wanted to make something that was like interesting to watch and also like fun to do uh-huh and I don't know if I ever succeeded, well, what, but I well, tried how, a bunch of different things. Like what? I would like kick the laptop a lot. I got really physical with it. I broke a bunch of laptops. Uh-huh. He had amazing video and audio. He would do these conceptual bits Oh yeah. a lot of the time. I guess comedy's always been a part of it, weirdly. There was a, there was, I remember back in the day, there was one show where God would break the computer and call you from the PA yeah. from within the show. Yeah, and yeah, then you'd yeah. have to have this conversation with God and then start all over again I grew, I up, I grew up Catholic so uh-huh. there was a lot of like self-punishing CD weirdness <laughs> sure that's the Catholic the yeah. self-punishing <laughs> yeah. so you had to bring God into it I guess I did and he was judging you yeah he was he hated it <laughs> yeah it was so weird and interesting that I remember the first time I ever met Jonna when my band played with him in 2004 we had a band meeting the mm-hmm. next week where we all discussed how we could be more like Yacht really yeah did we you know were, that 
I'm, yeah, I knew that. He knows that. I, I knew that much later, but yeah. <laughs> and I, t- I totally forgot that. Blush. I totally forgot that until after I had been in the band for many years. And I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure that happened. <laughs> How many records do you have out? Five full playing, long playing records. Long and how's, playing? How's, the, uh, how's the following? How's the ticket sales? Well, great. We, great. Yeah, we play all over the world. And that's, yeah, that's the, the trippiest part of being in this band is that before being in a band, I had never left the country. I'd never really left Oregon. Yeah. And so this band has been a vehicle for, for worldwide travel. Yeah, we have a, a band-wide policy that we say yes to almost any show that we get offered, which means that we will play in some genuinely weird places. Like and where? Like, we just finished a tour of Asia. We played in Thailand and Bali. We've played... But in, like the venues are weird or just the countries? Oh, yeah, venues are weird. Country, all. We've played <laughs> We've played on boats. We've played... Jonna played in someone's bathroom one time. That's true. We played... What do you have to do that for? This was in 2005. I'd never been to St. Louis, wanted to go. Some kids on MySpace were like, please come play this show. And it was in their grandmother's rec room basement. They're like, why don't you do the show in the bathroom? And I was like, okay. But do, you didn't uh, feel like they were sort of taking you for a ride a little bit? No, or? no. They were like kids. They were yeah. like so genuine and just wanted How like many a weird were there? experience. I don't know, like 20, 25. Yeah. The following has increased since then. Yeah, yeah. We've played literally every kind of show imaginable. But if you give us a much bigger bathroom, I'm sure we can make it work. Uh-huh. We've played festivals with thousands and thousands of people. We toured with LCD twice in Europe and in the U.S. They're like, and that's like that. This type of music, specifically, I mean, I guess all music is sort of global. But there's something about uh, music that is that is danceable that seems to travel a little better than almost any other kind of music. Yeah, it's the things of the castle. I think like the the success of some of the, those early records was completely and purely just human driven person to person and everyone seems to have a story about how they found that music now I think it's a lot different I think things move much more quickly and there's kind of a I don't know people are more blasé about things that come out I, th- well, I think that it was like genuinely yeah. transformative at a time before that kind of thing would be immediately turned into a product and then forgotten about well yeah everything becomes very disposable with the hunger of for content created by yes. the internet yes yeah. music has no value anymore well yeah you put a song out and the next day people are like what's next yep. yeah. you got a new one today yeah where's our daily song literally that's how it works it's I know it's legitimately horrendous. insane yeah. it's you can't you I mean I talk about that a lot that there's there's no way as human beings you can feed creatively feed the appetite that that the internet creates in people. Yeah. yeah, it's like an endless well that you yeah, just with, put stuff in that never no goes anywhere. With no context yeah. at all. All right, so let's talk yeah. about the song we did. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, uh, I should preface it by saying um, I was asked to play guitar on the uh, latest Yacht single. Yeah. And that was the first request I've ever had to uh, professionally play guitar. I thank you for that. I don't know what made wait, you wait, think Wait, wait, wait. What about that Postal Service video? That was a joke, though. Yeah, but, but it was a really professional request. Is, oh, is that where you found me as a guitar player? That's is where. That? The, that's the first time I heard you. Yeah, and you're like, this guy can do something. Yeah, that's was, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. See, there you go. It's where everything you do is worth something, you know. Well, because uh, yeah, no, that, but that was yeah. They were at auditioning guitar players, and, yeah. I, and I just riffed it. Yeah. So it was the thing I did before the computer music that made yeah. you think that guy can play yeah. on that record. I was, I was surprised. I was like, whoa, he can actually play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Here I thought like he had some big plans. Like if we get him on, then he'll move the single. No, oh, man, no. you can shred. We saw you shred. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Hey. I'm thr- like that's why I, I'm thrilled about it because now I feel like I've you've given me this opportunity uh, to uh, fulfill a dream. Oh, mm. I played guitar on a record. Well, yeah. I'm sure more you play, people wait, will wait, ask wait. you now. You played a, you played guitar on an MP3. <laughs> that's a, that, that's all right. It's an MP3 that people respect as a produced piece of music. Yeah, yeah. That they on play a file. On, I'm just joking. They play it on the radio. 
Yeah. They played it on KCRW. They play it on Sirius now already, I think. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's Satellite exciting. radio. It's it's gone to space and come back to Earth. That is crazy. Your guitar has gone to space. Uh, what's, well, so what are people saying about the song? They like, like it. People like it. Did it get out there in a big way? I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's always so hard to tell. Howling Ma, empty well with no context, as you said before, but... <laughs> I think that it's doing really well. But isn't the file being shared from one place, or do you, you have the no way The file, to... I can tell you that the file has been played yeah, we many can times. Look. We can look right now. You don't have to. I'm just curious as I, if people were digging in it, it went out people there. People are digging it. The yeah. file is blowing up. Yeah. The streaming file is blowing up. We're getting a lot of downloads. We're, we're selling it for charity, and we're raising some of the money for charity, which is great. Now, are people not actually... Some, 100% do... of the money, not just some of the money. Right, but you've also... People can just have it, though. So people, how is... They the... can't just have it. They can listen to it. They can stream it for free, oh. but they can't just have it. If they want it, they got to trade a donation. It so is that, be, are it, you making some money? Yeah. For the uh, EFF? Yep. We're now, trying. What, what made you write this song? The uh, what, what is it called again? Party at the NSA? Party, at, Party the... at the NSA. Yeah. And what was the what what drove you to it? Was there a moment where like fuck those guys? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the classic punk impulse. We wanted yeah. to fight the man. We felt galvanized by uh-huh. just kind of like the critical mass of information coming out now about mm-hmm. how every day there's another new fucked up thing that they're doing, and it's a new level of fucked up every day. Yeah, it's always worse than it seems. And I don't know. John and I are both like on the internet a lot. I'm I'm a science and technology t- technology journalist. Uh, in addition to playing in this band, so I, I'm like, yeah, I hang in circles where people are constantly talking about this stuff. So I feel like it's for me, it feels like everyone around me is talking about this, and is everyone is concerned with it, which is probably true uh, for everyone, not just me. Yeah. Uh, and and we're like completely self-starting internet people. Like our entire careers are essentially predicated on the fact that we have access to this free and open medium of communication with our fans. Uh huh. And it's not as though NSA surveillance is creating a direct boundary to that but it just kind of like makes it gross it's yeah kind of a buzzkill it's a buzzkill there's somebody lurking <laughs> yeah exactly what, I, what yeah. i've been saying is that nobody wants to dance when there's cops in the club you yeah know? so uh that's kind of the attitude we were like this is this is reaching a point at which as people who have uh, like historically affiliated ourselves with digital rights and uh-huh. internet freedoms we can't not do something about this because this is something that really affects us and that we think about a lot so we just made us. I mean, we're musicians, so the natural gesture is to make a song. And we both came up in punk scenes and DIY scenes, so that's kind of our form of protest. And what would you call the style of this song? Because it has sort of a retro feel. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I don't know. People always ask us we, what yeah, genre we, things are that we make, and, and I, we let them do that. We let them decide. Well, there definitely seems. What do you to want be, to call it? Well, no, no. I mean, it just it, there's a familiarity to the the, mm-hmm. the feeling of the type of dance music it is, and sure. it's not like it doesn't feel like techno to me, but it actually yeah. feels like kind of punk disco music, mm-hmm. yeah, or I would new say wave that. disco. Would you? Go? I think the category that we chose on SoundCloud because we had to choose a category <laughs> was new wave. I think I put in new, new wave. wave is right. I mean, I think that sounds right. I think new wave is pretty broad and it's allows super you to, broad. a lot of freedoms. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's also, but like at this point that stuff is it's not so much that it's coming back but as an influence for younger uh, artists it's like it's okay to go there I mean there was a point where <laughs> I think somewhere I remember in my life where it was like new wave fuck new wave sure. but now like it's like well but it was kind of cool I mean these people use this, keyboards yeah, and it's things it's so funny mm-hmm. looking back on some of that stuff because it's yeah. like people said that about disco too and I think disco is one of the most subversive and interesting forms of music actually. do you really? yeah oh, totally, totally. Yes. it was like a radical place where a lot of people of color and homosexuals could be together and right. create like a, a subversive underground culture. I, I do, and all the rock and rollers were like, fuck disco at the time. But it was an amazing thing. Really powerful. I remember when it happened. I remember when disco happened. Yeah. I, like I caught, because I'm like 49. So it was just ending by the time I got to high school in what, 77? Uh-huh. So it was just sort of like petering out. And that's sure. when New Wave came in and punk started to sort of infiltrate the high school campus. Mm-hmm. 
but it was weird because but yeah by the time i got there it was like a fuck but i remember am radio in junior high was mm-hmm. all that shit wow yeah. it yeah. must have seemed dumb i mean it definitely looks dumb it didn't seem that dumb there was there was something it was it was definitely not happening where i was and then there there was a suburban version of disco yeah where you'd know like your parents or their friends would be out taking disco classes and <laughs> sure. there, there was that just whole... like there's a suburban version of everything yeah of yeah punk of everything yeah but i but now like i'll listen like i have guilty pleasures like i'll listen to uh don't leave me this way or i will survive but disco there's a lot of crossover lines. between like early like funk and early disco i mean like chic and um, and that kind of music it's all it's, yeah, it's there's a lot going on it's a lot more intellectual than I think people really ever gave it credit for although of course there was so much dumb disco and now of course since I'm much younger than you I look at disco videos on YouTube and I'm like this looks I mean it, I can tell that it was probably really stupid too <laughs> what, like, what do you mean yeah, but I don't like you look at like kitsch YouTube videos of sure crazy top of the pops from like 1971 but some of it looks so amazing and some so of it looks good. so amazing too well, I think it's it was hard to context. overcome yeah. certain outfits sure and certain mustaches. Yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of that stuff's coming back around. But oh, yeah. definitely, Everything comes back around. Right, but it has a, a meaning now. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like he's doing that 70s porn thing. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I yeah. Mean? yeah, yeah. Nothing is without reference now. So you just chose the EFF to uh, give money to randomly because I love those guys. Uh, not randomly. I mean, we wanted to do something constructive that was going to be a f- like practical form of protest against mm-hmm. NSA surveillance and the EFF litigates in court against the they government. Do. Yeah, they have like three cases right now, yeah. active cases that are specifically concerning corporate involvement and government NSA spying. Yeah. So yeah. it seemed pragmatic, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't, you know, yeah. Yeah, Julie Samuels over there, she's a warrior. They're good. They're good. They fight hard. They've been around for a long time. They're legit. All right, so let's, um, okay, we're going to listen to the song and I just want to preface this by saying, um, get ready to dance no matter where you are and uh, <laughs> play I, and, it loud yeah play it loud in your car and after the second verse uh, that's where my searing guitar work comes in just you'll know it you when a, you hear it yeah you definitely will
So I don't like, I know like that song is great and I have to say that my guitar work sounds good yeah. and I've listened to it over and over again. And if, if, if I could and I could, but I'm not going to, I would probably just play that part over and over again. Does that make me a bad person? I don't have the, it's no. not the, No, of course not. Not at all. Everyone likes- I'll send you a loop of that if you want to, you know, if you just want the soloed guitar track. If you just want it as pump up music in the yeah. morning or if something. You want a, if you want a ringtone of that guitar solo, we can make that happen. Oh my God, we should make a ringtone. Yeah. Well, again, I appreciate you uh, having me on board for this. I like your music. Thank I you. I think you did a good thing for a good cause. And where can people get involved with the Yacht Religion? Okay. Well, you can go to teamyacht.com That's if you want to get involved directly with the Yacht Religion. If you want to hear Party at the NSA again and again, you can go to partyattheNSA.com and download the song in exchange for a charitable download. And, and helping the cause. People uh, who listen to my show have given to that cause before, and we're, we're on board with it because they're fighting patent trolls as well. Word word thank yeah, you Claire there's no reason not to give money to the EFF there you go Jonna yeah. right yeah you did it thank yeah. you thanks for coming down you yeah. guys yeah thanks I'm very excited to uh, share my conversation with Tom Segura right now uh, he's a very sweet guy very funny guy married to a very funny woman how does how does one handle that all right, let's uh, let's talk to Tom Segura. Tom Segura. So, I, that was the intro. That was all of it. That was that was the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was in depth. <laughs> yeah, just a, I like to build excitement. Well, all right, let's build some excitement. Uh, how, how would you? What's your podcast? Is your was it your mama's house? <laughs> <laughs> Something your, like that. Your mom's house. Your yeah. mom. Yes. <laughs> but I like mama more. More fun. <laughs> your, mama's, your mama's house feels like you're insulting me and, and it's not just fun in a fun way. Like, hey, what's, what's your fucking stupid thing called, by the way? <laughs> your mama's house, asshole? No, I, mean, I know, but it's uh, good here. No, I mean, it's good. We're doing the podcast. I know. It's fun, man. It's fun. Uh, it is called your mom's house. Yes. Yeah. It's very silly. So it's appropriate that we mock it. Um, no, I mean, you know, what are you going to name these things? I mean, that, I, we named it that because literally, we wanted to get we, we named it something stupid on purpose. Uh -huh. Like it was to it was so that somebody would be like, "What the fuck is it called?" Like that's why we named it that, <laughs> not because it's like a serious, yeah. you know, like current yeah. events, news breaking shit. Right, like, right, right. We're talking about flossing and taking dumps. Like we're not talking. <laughs> and about... And you do it with Christina. I always fuck up her last Pajitsky, name. Yes. Pajitsky. Who's my wife? Yes. Who's your wife? Yeah. yeah. Who I love, and I had her on the live podcast. And you do it at your home. Yeah, we do. Yeah, and you said you you drove all the way from Redondo today. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. how long did that take? It didn't take that long. It took um, right about fifty. So you come up to four hundred five, go all the way down the ten. I took the one ten. I got the speed pass, the new speed. You pass. You did? Yeah, that kind of changes your life. You now? How I'd never see where they monitor those things. Usually with speed passes, there's a, a you know something you drive through. Um, it's all like you it's know up there. It's like frequencies, the eye in the sky shit. Uh huh. And then. You don't even like every few miles you'll like, in your car you hear like beep. You know, really? You're like, oh shit, this is being monitored. And I saw an article came out last week that said because it's only been up you know right. for a little while. Right. They're like, uh, we've already um, sent out like I don't know twenty five thousand dollars in tickets because they're just automatically sending tickets out with the system to so people like, that don't have a speed pass. If you and don't have a speed mind. pass and you're in that lane, apparently 
it just they it if you if the beep doesn't go off and you're you know you don't have it it just reads your plate and you get a ticket at see the like there there you know that that's one of those things where it's like you as a speed pass owner like it's the shit but on some level that's, that's some scary bullshit it's totally scary <laughs> can't yeah see anything but I'm all about giving in to the man dude <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Big Brother is there to help us wake He's, up America come on, guys come yeah. on dude it's pretty it is crazy when you hit the the standstill traffic. Yeah. And there's and, and you're driving alone. It used to be you're like, I wish there's someone else in the fucking car. So you could get in the in the and now you can be alone lane. and just fucking nail those it. lanes. Those yeah. aren't carpool lanes anymore. No. Now like, you know, apparently gas is not an issue. Right. You know, you fuck you and your friends or sure. whoever you're driving to work. Absolutely. Pay up. Pay. How much does something like that cost? Um, I think the first thing we loaded it up with was forty bucks. And then it just uh it goes down like yeah. a, like it, they charge you like per mile depending on if you're Single occupant, double or triple. You yeah, know? yeah. And then it's like a per mile. I don't know, sixty, eighty. But it's not big, not a well, lot. It's it's if it's the kind that if you were sitting in traffic and someone was like, "Hey, if you gave me ten bucks to get out of this, would you get out?" I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, man, I will." <laughs> now something like that. Yeah, <laughs> a hover car, and then it it reboots when yeah. it goes down. Yeah. Well, I think if you live out there on the west side, that's a good way to go because you got to yeah, you got to come in. You yeah. got to travel out to the Rogan bunker, wherever that is. <laughs> <laughs> where's, the, the, where's the Rogan compound? The compound, man. Yeah, and where is that thing? That's Area 51. We can't even talk about that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's a whole government conspiracy. He's got the aliens in the jars? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Joe Rogan would be so excited if someone gave him an alien in a jar. Joe would <laughs> absolutely lose his goddamn mind. <laughs> he would love that shit. Oh, God. That would be the best thing that could happen if, if aliens landed at Joe Rogan's place. <laughs> And just straightened him out. What the hell would he do? He would do a podcast for sure. Yeah. Oh my god, he would be so excited to meet some aliens. Oh, man. he might have already. He That's may have. the weird thing. Yeah, I wonder if they fought. Yeah, How, yeah. <laughs> what do you got? Who would win? He's got an alien in a chokehold. <laughs> so, like uh, Redondo Beach, though. That's a. Uh, did you get? Are you looking at water? I am not looking at water, but I'm uh, about ten minutes. Eight minute walk from the water, and why'd you decide? Uh, I don't know why we're talking about this because, like, I'm kind of looking for a house. But I mean, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I've lived in LA. This is eleven years. I've been. You've out been here. here eleven years. Yeah, I didn't. You know, it's weird. I didn't really know you. Isn't yeah, that weird? Been really. I know. I've been really making a name for myself. No, no. I mean, I, like, no, you know, I, I there know. was that moment at the comedy store where I started hearing your name. Like, yeah. Tom's a girl. He's really funny. And then the first time I saw you, like, I didn't know what to do with you exactly. Like, you know, I was trying to. <laughs> You know, like you know, I saw you yeah. like, you know, that's not that's him. And then like, you know, because he had had some reputation and I was trying to package you somehow. Uh-huh. It's like, what kind of dude is he? Is he right. like a fucking yeah, I'm gonna kick your ass dude or right. is he a sweet yeah. dude? Or is uh-huh. he like, you know, what what kind of comic is he? What what camp is he in? I was trying sure. to fucking what, get what, a make on well, you. Well, which is it? What what am I? You're a nice guy. Oh, <laughs> you're 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 uh, yeah, a thoughtful comic who has a, a, a respect for uh jokes. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. And uh, you know, you got balls. You know what I mean. You, you seem to be like sort of like in the uh, the kind of um, that nice hybrid between a guy who can be autobiographical and and a tellish. You know, is okay. that a compl- Is that a compliment? Sure. Yeah. Of course. The, <laughs> is that a bad thing? I'll, no, I'll take that. Definitely, <laughs> you know, man. Like you've got the the joke skills of a tell, but the ability to talk about your life in a candid way. Look at this. This huh? is a sweet Marin I love. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know? Actually, I was thinking about this on the way over here. Do you know? You don't know the first time we met. I remember, but you wouldn't remember. I think you brought it up to me once before. Did I? I, I don't. Was it at the Chicago Comedy Festival? No, I met you at Melrose years ago. Uh huh. Um, When I say years, I mean probably six, seven years ago. Yeah. And um, it happened to be like you know when like when websites started to get good from comics. Yeah. And um, and yours, it was just one of those where I was like checking out people's web, and yours at the time was 
I, I, I thought it was phenomenal because you had interactive shit. Like you had um, the napkins, the napkins, right? And also you had the story of I think meeting Lorne. Yeah. Did you write it out? Was it written on? Mm-hmm. The, it was written so on there. I put that in the new book. I read the story and like cried laughing. <laughs> And then I saw you, and I was kind of like intimidated to, yeah, to yeah, say yeah, something yeah, to you because yeah. I was like emceeing at Melrose. That, right. I think so. I saw you in the hall, the little hallway. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Hey, man!" Yeah. Uh, and you're like, "Yeah, what's up?" <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> "I read that thing about uh, Lauren. It's really funny." Yeah. And you were very nice. Yeah, oh, good. And um, and I just was just telling you how much I. But like to me, I was like, it was like putting also, um, you know in perspective for me like oh like even you can even make your website funny mm-hmm. you know if you're like yeah so like because at the time we were like just get a fucking headshot up there yeah yeah and you're done <laughs> and some like, dates yeah. yeah put your headshot up the short bio yeah. a place where they can email you and, and fucking a totally made day. up bio by the way oh yeah those he are leaves ones. audiences roaring in the aisle or whatever like, I, I look at bios that are my bios and uh, i'm like what the fuck is that i saw your uh, the early headshots thing was great you put up oh you do yeah you favorited that, that thing it's right there that's funny that is tremendous, man. <laughs> this shit. What was I thinking? I was trying, but you know, I know in my mind it's like this isn't goofy. This yeah. is legit. This has meaning, like you know, levels. You know, like I <laughs> there's no, there was no like I'm a clown guy. Like I yeah. thought that was an earnest thing that I was doing. If I was in a club working this week and I saw that <laughs> and didn't know that was you, I definitely would have taken that picture and been like, look at this motherfucker. <laughs> I definitely would have done that. <laughs> that was actually, uh, yeah, it was the late '80s, man. Where'd you start? Out here. You did? Yeah. And I didn't it, I didn't do it intentionally. Cuz I always tell people like don't like But you came out here for what reason then? I came out here I knew I wanted to like do Something. perform. Like yeah. I wanted to do comedy and my real thought was like I'll probably what I should do, a good plan of action. <laughs> it's is, always it's good when you have those yeah. you have no idea what you're doing. I was like there's this place I read that like people from the Groundlings would get into like TV and movies. I was like that'll probably be me. I'll just do that. <laughs> So where were you? Where'd you grow up? I moved around a lot, but um, at the time I just I was working for America's Most Wanted in D.C. Yeah, and I was like a research. I got to research crimes and like um, fugitives, and then pitch them to the the guy and like the editor in charge. And yeah. how would that go? Like, all right, this guy is great. He's great. Is he's horrible. Great. <laughs> he's got. He's there's three women. They know he killed. They know, and, and he skipped. Uh, bail in Costa Rica, uh-huh. which you know it's like eleven dollars, but he did skip it out, yeah. and so he's traveling. He's moving around. They're not even pursuing him. <laughs> Let's put him on the show, and they were like, "How bad are his crimes? He's fucking raping and cutting people up. It's really good. It's good stuff." And then but, someone would go, "I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of boring." <laughs> really. So well, wait, 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 how did we get from there, though? Like, let's go back. So, okay, so you, you, you grew up in a lot of places. What does that mean? Your mother was running from something? or you're... Fugitives. They're, they're yeah, on America's were, Most Wanted. That's <laughs> how they I got were your first thing. Yeah, that's yeah. how you got the job. I'm willing to turn in my parents. Yeah. Absolutely. Can I intern here? And they're like, all right, <laughs> if it's free. This kid means it. He wants in. You could do it. <laughs> um, now, my, um, my, parent, my mom's from Peru. She's Peruvian. Really? Uh-huh. Huh. And um, It's weird you don't look... My sisters look darker. Oh yeah, they don't look like yeah, yeah dark. Yeah, but yeah. they. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I mean, whatever you're into. Yeah, sure, but man. They have uh, they have dark eyes. Peruvian. Yeah, and and they have uh, dark hair and little. They get like if they're if they go in the sun, they get tan. Yeah, and if I go in the sun, I get pink. Yeah, kind of shit. So it kind of. And your dad was the. He's he white American uh, from Louisville, Kentucky. 
Oh, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Super white guy. Well, it's interesting because, you know, Louis C.K. Is, uh, is Mexican. Half, yeah. You know, half really Mexican. Yeah. And he's like as pale as you can be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not that I'm drawing a conclusion. I'm sure people listening will be like, oh, here he goes with his kind of racial packaging. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I don't know me what that and, means. Yes. Uh, I feel a very... Uh, I know, I'm not trying to come down on you. No, man. no, no. I no. think it's it's exciting that you have Latino blood coursing I do. through your brains. I do. In your veins. I do. And I speak fluent blood. Spanish. Do you? Yeah. Well, I, I my mom spoke Spanish at home. Like that's her. She didn't speak English until she was like. So you got that? You got that in the in the quiver? You can it's just in pull the it out. It's in the it's in the yeah. Canal. Like yeah. It, like and that helps here because it helps in restaurants. Is it it helps with valets. <laughs> um, but people are surprised. I, I, oh, definitely. I love when people all of a sudden pull the Spanish out. You know like, what? What? What the fuck just came out of your face? It's you feel like you're pandering and yeah. you kind of are, but it's kind of like the enjoyable kind. Where yeah, yeah, you yeah. Get to soak it in. We're like, what, if I do like Miami, yeah, and I'll be. 25 minutes into a, set? a setup yeah. there and they're and they're going along and then somebody yells something like hey man and they do like some crazy <laughs> accent like heavy like this guy's from Colombia. yeah yeah sure. and then i pop back at him and then the whole audience just goes like what the pop, fuck pop, you know? pop back at him in spanish right like they'll be like what do you know about that like mira si te digo algo es porque yo sé de lo que hablo si caíste y si no quieres and they're like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I don't even know what I just said, but you know. It's great. I just like, I'll make, I'll just run through shit. Yeah, or, yeah, you yeah. Know, oh, uh, they'll be great. just surprised. It's because I look like this. And then you win, man. You totally win. Yeah. <laughs> and you know it's cheap and easy. I was like, I know I'm not like. It's not cheap and easy. It's like this weird, like, you know, on some level, everybody should know fucking Spanish. Right. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it's 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 a thing that you know what you think it's like uh, easy, right. but I'm, I guarantee you that some sort of you know upper middle class parents who are raising their kids, it's like see that's what we need. Yeah, that's why he needs to be able to speak both languages sure. in the world we live in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, a lot of people are going for Chinese. I mean, yeah. they're they're hedging their bets. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. It's like they're they're assuming that okay, the Latinos will still be people we need, but right. the Chinese are going to own us. Yeah, so we might be able to. My sister's one of those. Definitely. Oh, really? Yeah, my sister speaks Spanish. She uh, learned Chinese a couple of years ago in the Navy, and then she got out of the Navy, and now she has a one-year-old, and she she's paying somebody to talk to him in Chinese at one. Really? <laughs> yeah, she's crazy. She won't do it herself? She does, but she wants the native speaker to say it. But, and the kid's also learning Spanish? Well, yeah, she, she talks to him in Spanish all the time. That kid's going to be something else. Yeah. 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 English is going to be difficult. Right now, he's just- um, He's one. He's drinking out of the dog bowl. <laughs> Every time I see a photo of him, she's like, he loves the dog bowl. I was like, how's the Chinese going? Is that fucking moving along? And also, you might want to discourage him from the dog bowl, <laughs> the at, dog some, bowl. at some point. This is the 10th picture you've sent yeah. him in the dog bowl. I, know I see it's a lot of eating leaves and drinking out of the dog bowl. So I don't know where that's going. <laughs> but he'll be bilingual. That's yeah. what's important. One of, he's he's going to get one of them down. Let's give him that. <laughs> he's already got the dog bowl down. Yeah. Might want to pull him out of there. So, all right, so so where'd you grow up originally? All right, fair, in the South? Cincinnati, oh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. What is the fucking, what is going on there? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Just saying it like, what the fuck is up with that place, man? I, I've been there twice. I got I got no pulse on it, man. It's just- You know, it's, I always, I've said this many times. I feel like once you, if you leave, a, if you lived in a place yeah. that you never drove in, you don't know shit about that right. place. That's true. That's you know? true. So like as a kid- I lived in a few different. I lived in Cincinnati, then Minneapolis, then Milwaukee, and none of the three I ever drove in. Yeah, and I could tell you about the school I went to. Yeah, our house, 
in and a friend's house yeah and spaghetti with chili on it and people are like you know like uh mason street i'm like no man i don't like i don't know anything i did i was 11 yeah i don't know what you're talking yeah, about nothing i went to the movies once yeah yeah i mean i really i remember this one mall is yeah, that mall still there yeah, that's <laughs> and it. Like, yeah, yeah that mall sucks and I'm like, well that's where i went yeah it, it was cool when i was younger <laughs> that it, was the, it was the place when you're 11 disneyland when i was a kid <laughs> it's funny about malls like that was amazing we used to take a bus to go to a shitty mall. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Malls were like, oh, you needed them. Oh, my God. And when they built a new mall, it didn't matter. Like, now you go in as an adult, you know, you, you see the level of store that's in there. You're like, this place sucks. Yeah. Because they have a certain. Yeah. And yeah. then the, a, a chess certain, king. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 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 what's the gift place? Um, the with the with the black white posters in the back, Spencer's gifts, Spencer's, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. The Spencer's means there's no Good fucking shit. Louis Vuitton yeah, there. Yeah, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. It means there's so, not much there you need. Yeah, you, you're pretty sure there's going to be a uh, Old Navy, mm -hmm. but yeah, no, uh, no Louis Vuitton. Or, and if there is a Louis Vuitton, you're like, this place is full of assholes. Like this, is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a whole different thing. This <laughs> isn't a real mall. Yeah, this is a joke. This is like, uh, this is not for regular people. This mall, absolutely. So. So I you live, don't remember Cincinnati? I don't remember it. I go back every year. To play crack? Uh, uh, go Bananas. Um, doing, that's a good room. Yeah, I love Go Bananas, yeah. I've done the Newport one, too, but I like Go Bananas the most. You know, I know a lot of some of the UC crowd, the, the University of Cincinnati kids, a good school. It's, there's, yeah. there's people in that, right. uh, what is it, Clifton yeah. section. Um, it's yeah, like yeah. fun, but like... I don't know, man. I don't know a lot of the about college it. section. Yeah, yeah. That's you know, it's weird as you get older. It's like, yeah, there's a really good part of town where they, yeah. yeah, I, I know exactly what that part yeah, of town like, is. I know exactly what's there. Yeah, <laughs> and I you know I know how it I all know breaks what kind down. Of stores are there? <laughs> the diner. I know. I know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I lived there. Then I moved to Minneapolis two years. That's a good place, but still no real recollection. No right? real recollection. I did it. I did Acme a couple weeks ago. Great. Place. And the kid who lived across the street from me when I was 11, who I haven't seen. Since I left there when I was, uh, well, I left when I was eleven. So yeah. I haven't seen him since I was eleven. Came to my show at Acme. He surprised you? No, we were. He was on Facebook. We were going, but like we used to spend. You know, when you're that age, yeah, you spend every single sure, day building uh, building forts and shit. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. So Dan Important Cody, yeah. Dan Cody came Dan down. Dan Cody came to the show. Did you, were you able to reminisce about being eleven? We, we both reminisced about how we used to masturbate with the other one in the room and didn't think the other one was aware of it. <laughs> Because that was like a big, it was just, it was a lot of sleep overnights. Sure, man. And we used to watch scrambled porn, like Spice Channel. At 11. And, yeah, and like trying to like see it when when it wasn't yeah, coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, But you oh, it's a boob. Yeah, and yeah. He, he, he was like, I don't know if you knew, but in those sleeping bags, yeah. I used to be uh, like kind of jerking off. And I was like, uh, I was humping the floor. Yeah. And like <laughs> just rubbing it out that oh, way. Oh, that sweet. It was a sweet we, moment. We connected on that. Yeah. It was real sweet. And uh, that's 11. That's a, I guess that's about the time that you first start doing it. You're not sure why you're doing it but you do it i think mm. that's where i first started doing it 11 off. yeah 11. i was early, i was younger really yeah was consciously like, you know like there's some titties no oh, no i just, just sort of like this i kind of discovered good. this feels <laughs> yeah, yeah, good yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and then i remember telling other people like friends and cousins okay, you guys and they're, like, the... they're like what are you what no, are you what? talking about man and i was like you don't you... <laughs> pinch your foreskin and kind of twirl it around like, no what the fuck's wrong with you <laughs> yeah you're ahead of the game I was man. Like, you get that feeling that you shake yeah they're like I had my thing was like I somehow accidentally stuck my dick into bath water coming out of the faucet, uh -huh. and I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. So there was a good period of time where I was just sitting there, you know, sure with the water. Oh yeah, yeah. That was fucking. Ace. It's just oh man. I've talked. I talk about this on stage now too. Do you remember like since you came to it before you actually knew what it was? Do you remember the first time you saw how fucking worked, like in a in a picture or like that? 
I saw what I thought I thought I had seen porn. Yeah, because I had. Yeah, but I didn't realize I was seeing like not quite softcore, but kind of softcore. Yeah, and then I remember a cousin, my cousin in Peru, gave me a tape. He was like, "What well, is porn?" I'm like, "I've seen it." Yeah, and yeah. He's yeah. like, "You haven't seen this shit." Yeah, <laughs> and it was what it was was just reg- hardcore. Yeah, but I I had never How seen. 13 yeah yeah and i was like holy, holy shit oh. and i'm gonna jerk off all goddamn day yeah this. it's over man. it's over for the rest of your life i mean you probably jerk off to those images from that movie till like you're 17 oh yeah yeah it's still in there and it's those still... jerks were so good i'm oh, still the... chasing that dragon yeah, dude. that's those it the, the first ones. the first time you see how it really works you're like there's uh, that's uh, it, that, that it's never gonna happen again it's amazing the best thing ever it's amazing and like you, you know, you don't. Even, and sometimes when you do it, like even now, where you're fucking, you're like, look, this looks just like that original picture I saw. Yeah, it's not the same. No, just, those, no, <laughs> it's not. It's not those images same. never leave your head. Oh, it's fucking great. Yeah. All right. So, all right, Madison. Then, uh, oh, or, Mil- Minneapolis, and Minneapolis, then, and then Milwaukee. Dude, again, I don't know what's going on there. I know kind of what's going on in uh, Minneapolis. That, so, by the way, that uh, not that you wouldn't know this already, and but I love that fucking club, man. Yeah, there's something about it. It's Magic Club. It's magic Club. Yeah, it is. And he yeah. just let me start working there again. Yeah, I was on like a 12-year hiatus. Really? Or like six or something like that. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It's, I a, just, it's a Magic Club. I fucking, I killed it there the last time. I was fucking thrilled. <sighs> it's so great. It's so great. I don't know what, it's the low ceilings, it's cozy. But it's everything. Kind of, yeah. It, it, it's all come, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know that, like, I was like, so why don't you guys do a check drop? And they're like, we do do a check drop. And I'm like. How do I not notice it? And they're yeah. like, oh, because we train the staff to kind of pick up on their tables, uh, like practices. Yeah. So that like if a guy's nursing a beer and he's 30 minutes in still on that beer, they'll just drop the check 30 minutes in. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's really smart. Like, And they're like, <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was like, well, why doesn't everybody do that? And they're like, I don't know, because everyone's fucking idiots. Yeah. And I was so like, oh, so they're they're just giving it according uh, to yeah what the like, and I'm like, they're, so you train them to do that and to be like, sensitive yeah. to the customer that they're dealing with, right? As opposed to just dumping it all at once, and, all at once, and so you can feel the entire room drop out in the middle of a setup. Oh yeah, of usually one of your last jokes, like somebody opened a gate, yeah, yeah, and then they're like, drop them, and you're like, holy shit! And it's always right around the closing area, yeah. like where you're building up to shit. Oh, of course, and like you know, you hit that one, mo- you know, that yeah. one stride, and it's oh, like yeah. nothing, nothing. What happened? Like, and then you see a room full of people looking down and talking about yeah, it yeah yeah oh, fucking what'd you get yeah did you get these i didn't even have a bite of these man and you're like come yeah. on man how much do i owe yeah. how much do i owe so uh, all right so milwaukee i gotta go there any recollection of that um any that was the I, w- I started to get you know a recollection but that was i still wasn't driving it was f- like freshman year of high school is when we moved to florida from there and your parents are together the whole time the whole time yeah still still mm-hmm. how do you like that yeah, I mean, it's I'm so you know, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, what's your dad do? He works uh, in finance. Oh, so he's a finance guy. Yeah, it's vague. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he, you know, uh, in, investment advisor. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Is he helping you out? Not really. <laughs> you know what I realize is like my money is so petty. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, he would yeah. never entertain yeah. a client like me. Yeah, I've got six thousand dollars. Oh my god. Yeah, can, and, is there, can we make this into a lot of money? Oh my god! Like it's so like to the point where I have to like I'll call it, I'll yell at like at a secretary like yeah. Are you gonna help me out? Yeah. Like because he won't. <laughs> he will. He will. But he's like ah uh, yeah, buddy. Uh, you know you you just need to save. Yeah. And I'm like, is that the investment advice you're giving me? He's like, you just, yeah. You gotta save. Save. You should just work on saving. <laughs> And I'm like, this is what you tell your other clients? Well, my other clients have other needs, buddy. Yeah, they have money. Yeah. <laughs> my other clients. Much, much more than you have. 
cool, Dad. <laughs> yeah, he would ne- never take me on as a client. And then I used to, for a while, I was like talking to my friends yeah. who didn't have retirement accounts and stuff. And I was like, dude, you should just set it up. I'll hook you up with my dad. Yeah. So I'd call my dad. Hey, as a favor, would you let, you know, Charlie start yeah. an account? And he'd be like, okay. And then after a while, he was like, uh, you know, do you think you could stop sending me poor people to work with? It's like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I didn't realize I was like just bothering him by doing that. I thought, He's doing you a favor. Yeah. And He's the like, guy's calling up me up to say, can I take that $700 out of my like, IRA? You got it, man. Do whatever you need with that. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So he's still, he was still, you know, he still does that. He's still, he was always working with the same company and yeah. around. And then, um, yeah, we ended up in Florida in uh, Vero Beach. See now, for some reason, I, uh, I somehow you strike me as uh, someone who was uh, in, 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 that that Florida left an impression on you. That was it was jarring. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know. You, so you were already like in your mid-teens by the time you got there. I moved there in the middle of my freshman year of high school. Yeah, at fourteen. And that that definitely did you go through high school in Florida? I finished. Yeah, that's a fucking defining thing. It definitely is. Yeah, yeah. What was it? What was it? The first because like I don't know what the fuck is going on down there, dude. Dude, F- Florida is a is a trip. That, like it's so. What part? I was uh I was in Vero. I was um two and a half hours north of Miami. Yeah, um, on the East Coast. Uh huh. Um. So that's kind of that's moving towards rednecky. Well, it, if you go inland a mile, right? Like <laughs> you're in Appalachia, you're in you're in to- like I had friends in in my high school who came to to school uh, on a, in a truck with super swampers on it. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what man? is a super swamper? Um, they had like uh, like four foot tires. Uh huh. Oh yeah, okay. four feet yeah, sure, tall. Sure, the big things. Yeah, and then they're like. Dude, let's go hunting. I was like, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even know what that who is. Are what are we gonna hunt? Like, just gonna shoot hogs, man. Let's go. Ahead and let's shoot let's get with it, man. I'm like, <laughs> All right. I'm like, so those tires actually serve a purpose? Yeah. So you can drive in garbage. You would drive, <laughs> drive through, in and around garbage, and <laughs> then you would jump off of that yeah. and jump into their hunting buggy, yeah. which was a modified school bus that they had sliced in half, <laughs> so it was all open, de- open top, so, so just... you could shoot from any angle without anything obstructing your view, and that had crazy super swampers. And we would just drive over trees in this thing. And th- and then they'd be like, there's a hog! And bam! Like, just... And I was like, this is horrifying. Like, this is bad. And <laughs> I remember... Be, to be in a cut-up school bus shooting pigs? Shooting pigs. And then I remember I didn't know shit about hunting. Yeah. And this guy took me out hunting one time. And I was like, so what do we do? He's like, well, they're going to feed. This is their feed stand. Uh-huh. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, like we drop feed in here. Yeah. So we know they're going to come here. I'm like... So you're, we're going to shoot them at the place that you feed them at? Like, that's not hunting, is it? And they're like, yeah, that's hunting. I was like, that doesn't sound like hunting. <laughs> that's cheating. Yeah, man. Like, you're feeding them, and then while they're eating, we're just going to shoot them in the head? He's like, and they're like, yeah. Yeah, it's part of hunting, man. So I'm like, all right. One of them, uh, I know a guy who went coon hunting, which I didn't know. I never went on this, but he told me about it. He's like, this is so much fucking fun. What you do is we go out to, like, there's a lot of citrus groves, right? Yeah. And raccoons, people don't know, some people don't know that raccoons are, are fucking crazy, vicious. Oh, yeah. They'll fuck here. with you. Yeah, yeah. No, they don't take any shit. They will, no. They will stand you down. When I started dating Christina, yeah. she was uh, in 
Pasadena, and she was like, at night, these adorable raccoons come up here, and I'll pet them. And I'm like, you'll pet them. Did she? Like, she said she did. And I she was can't. like, the, I was like, dude, you th- that thing will tear your fucking face off. I can't believe she touched a wild raccoon. I, I, I think she's... She's making that up. I don't know, man. She really, uh, really. I was All like, I know is when they come up here to eat the cat food, I don't even try to scare them away because you, you you'll open no. the door and they'll just be like, "What is there a problem here?" Yeah, yeah. like you know. What yeah, I mean? and they got those monkey hands, and it's mm-hmm. just fucking bizarre. Yeah, man. it's a bizarre animal. But this this kid told me that he would. Uh, He's like, go out to the groves, and what we do is uh, we'll shine a light. Yeah, on like a row between the groves, and then uh, the cat, the raccoons will freeze in the light. Yeah, and you see the eyes reflect. Yeah. And then we just light them up with an AR-15. And I was like, that's the- <laughs> That's the sport? The hunt? And <laughs> yeah. they're like, I'm like, do you eat that? And they're like, hell no, you don't eat that. I'm like, <laughs> just, so you just, yeah, just shooting shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's an AR-14? AR-15? 15, yeah. Uh, it's a semi-automatic assault rifle. Like, the, something you don't need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's like Marines have it. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Then they all got them. Uh, I knew a few people that had them, yeah. yeah. I knew one of the guys actually that was part of, whose uh, uh, dad was part of the design of that gun. Yeah, he developed the gun. So, so this was you're not a hunter guy, so you're just bouncing along. And, yeah, what, I mean, what were these hogs? They were wild hogs, wild boar. Yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah. did they eat those? They would eat those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like, but you know, I saw them like one, saw them like shoot one's uh, leg off. Yeah. And then it like collapsed. Yeah. And that was like the mother, and then the little. Ho- I'm like, this sucks, dude. Like, I don't want to do this. What the little pigs were coming? Well, the little pigs were like, what happened to mom's leg? Yeah. And then you know, and they killed the mom. They killed the mom. Yeah, and then and they, they ate it and everything. Yeah, but but they they kill the kids. No, no, no. Just let them they, like, they scramble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll so wait till they get a little little yeah, fat on them. Yeah. Come back. Yeah, put a little meat in the freezer. But we'll isn't, come back. That, isn't it that moment of like I don't know what kind of guy you are, but I'm the kind of guy like I'd be like, oh god, you know, I, like the, the heartbreak of it. I think it, at, at that age, because I'm like 15, 16, yeah, I just pretended that, that sure. I, like, I was sure. like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. have to do this more. Look at that animal in pain that's not dead yet. You can hear it squealing to its death. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, but inside you're like. Yeah, I was like, ah. just and then I the whole like, yeah, the the killing, <laughs> not good. I wasn't into it. <laughs> no, but the you know driving around with the big tires, not so bad. That's not so bad. <laughs> That's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Like, what else is going on down there in Florida, man? Uh, you know, it, it there's so much of um, it's it's such a a full spectrum of different types that are so close to each other because you'd have like the uber wealthy. Yeah. You know, you hear about these homes like. You know, Tiger Woods has his yeah. place in Jupiter, and, yeah. and there were those type of people, like yeah. CEO types, yeah, yeah, waterfront, yeah, beachfront mansions, yeah. yeah. And then you had kind of you know upper class, this that, the, and then you know across the bridge, there's um, you know there's the fishing people and yeah. beach bum types yeah. that you that you you see in movies like the yeah. Florida Key type, and then guy. there's the Cubans, the Cubans, and the Jews, uh huh. And then there's those other people with the tires. Yeah, and 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 they're all like you just you know everybody's section. I guess like a lot of you know sure. neighborhoody kind of things. You know that like all right, yeah, this is this is Jew Haven yeah. right here. Yeah, this is crazy. That's what Cubans. it's called on the map. Yeah. Jew Haven. That's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jew Haven, crazy yeah. Cuban land. Absolutely. Yeah, and then um, yeah, like black neighborhoods that yeah. are like that are unlike neighborhoods. I like that the, we're diplomatic on that one. Yeah. Crazy Cubans, Jew Haven, and the black neighborhood. The black neighborhoods. <laughs> 
they're good people yeah. and they're they're just trying to get by. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you do get the feeling that if if it all came down to uh, you know chaos, that you know the guys with the big tires really run that state on some level, you know, up north, anyways. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Like yeah. there's definitely like there's more south to it than than I usually pay attention people to. yeah it, you know it's it is more rednecky than than people give it credit yeah, for yeah and most of the state is you know people think of florida some people will think of beaches and they're yeah. just like oh like miami lauderdale yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like and you're like that's south beach yeah. that is like a mile and a half strip that's it of the pretty people yeah the beautiful people yep. and the europeans yeah and the latinas and and then thongs and topless yeah that after that mile two mile stretch just yeah it's just over yeah man. it's french canadian tourists yeah, and, and, and a lot of guns. Yeah, and guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do in South Beach. Like that's one of those situations where I walk into. I'm like, I've never been in this situation. Yeah, I don't know how to fit into this situation. I don't even know the language of what's the cultural language of what's going on here. South Beach, as far as going out, I cannot. Yeah, that is not what for do you me. Do? And I performed down there. I did the South Beach Comedy Festival. I'm like, well, who's going to come see me? Like, which which of this array of Eurotypes yeah. is going to come in and go? Let's listen to the Jew get angry about things. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, let's, uh, this guy seems to have problems. Let's make that our evening. But I, you know, at the same time, a state with that population yeah. does have its surprises. Where where like you can go and be like, this is going to suck, and then. Because when when you're talking about 14 million people or whatever they have there, you're gonna find um, you're gonna find types that like people that really a few. Like, I mean, you, I yeah. just did the improv down there at the casino at the Hard Rock. It oh, was, you did? It was not great. You do okay down there? <laughs> I do. I can't. You know, I, I you know I did okay. I mean, I got I, through it. I had never performed with that much energy. <laughs> oh yeah. I amped my shit up, and, and I realized it was just to keep. Their keep, minimum attention. Minimum attention to keep yeah. you at some sort of flow. They, and the yeah. only fucking thing about that is you crap out your hour at about 47. Yeah. And you're, and you're like, oh, that was the closer. Yeah. But we're still here. We're still doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that feeling is horrendous. Well, I should have yeah. got off on that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we're going to keep plowing through it. Orlando but, turned into a better room. Yeah. They, they closed. A few years ago, and then reopened, and that's a that's a fun room. I don't work them a lot, and I don't really seek them out because I really like until you're a huge draw. The free ticket thing just kills a fucking audience. I know, but how do you like my whole thing is I have ever since I've been working yeah. and getting offers to work on the road. Yeah, I'm a pretty much. I mean, it's changed a little bit now, but I pretty much work all the time. Yeah, just because uh, to to maintain a lifestyle to to have income. Yeah, and, and also and, to keep you know in yeah it. of stay course in it. stay in it and then but i mean like it, for the necessity of work mm -hmm. and i know so many guys who are like who are not huge draws at all yeah and they're like yeah i go out every once in a while i'm like what do you do they're like commercials and i'm like you you bank on like you guarantee you're like I'm yeah just, no i'll get a commercial yeah that's what you're going off of mm -hmm. all right like i I just, you know, I've done commercials but i don't think like that'll probably come yeah i don't do commercials and i you know like now um, you know, like the last year or so I've had things going on, but I like going out and doing stand up because I feel like I earned it, you yeah. know, and I, you know, and I primarily do clubs. Uh, when I go out, I like doing independently owned clubs. Yeah. And now, you know, we tried the theater thing and there's a couple markets I can do that in and my people come out, but I like going to clubs. It's just that it got to a point where 
the expectation for me that, you know, you go to these rooms and no matter what you sell, they're going to fucking pay for the shit out of the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and that's all well and good that they get their drink money, mm-hmm. but to play for a bunch of people that, you know, barely even want to be at a comedy club. Yeah. Necessarily. Sure. Let alone see me. Oh, I know. It's just heartbreaking. It's, it and, kills me too. And there's a corporatization to the thing. Like you're not special to anybody who fucking works at that place unless you're selling a bunch of tickets. And it's, uh, do six or seven shows of this. Yeah. And so, they build these rooms that seat 500 fucking people. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than like, oh no, we got it covered. And they close that back curtain. Yeah. You know, no, we can make this seat. Yeah. Well, not as little as you're doing, but yeah. it won't seem empty. <laughs> right. it's, you know, it's like, we can make it so it doesn't seem empty. I'm like, great. That's a good thing to hear heading good. into the week. By the way, you get 50% off anything you want on that menu, man. <laughs> 50% you know, off. Thank you, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, that. but like, there's also the part of me though. And you know, I'm not going to drag you into anything where it's like, what'd they fucking do for me coming up? They throw me like, you know, these off weeks, you know, like, you know, like I ended up like I did a week in Schaumburg, Illinois, mm-hmm. like that I got on a, on the on a real short nerd notice. So I'm like, yeah, great. Do the improv that seats 900, you know, mm-hmm. outside of Chicago, uh-huh. wherever the hell it is. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I get there it's Saturday night and I drew nobody mm-hmm. because no one knew I was going to be there. And I didn't really have much of a draw, but nobody really came. And I'm like, what's up? And it's like, oh, uh, you know, uh, Rich Jenny was supposed to do this had he not killed himself. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm doing Jenny, you know, it's just this cursed week, you know, weekend. That right? weekend? Yeah. And I found out the Saturday that that's what, you know, when, when he had canceled it, he was just having problems. You know, but by yeah. the, by the time Saturday came, you know the problems were over. Right. Yeah. No more problems. <laughs> no more problems. Yeah. But I, I just, you know, I just um, like you get to a certain point where it's like I can sell a few tickets to the people that like me. Yeah. And, you know, what do I need to give them money for? Well, I just started embracing that on a very small level. Yeah. But that's what we're trying to do now. So, like even like Christine and I are doing this thing where we we found a couple places. Yep. Small rooms. Yep. And, um, you know, selling the tickets ourselves. But we know that everybody that comes to the show wants to be there. Yeah, it'd be fun. So, it, you know, I think I think we'll get to, like, we're doing Seattle and Portland in May. And I think, you know, I feel confident that we can get to the 150 range. Which, yeah. dude, I would rather do one show to 150 people. And walk with 80% of the door, whatever it is. Yeah. And yeah, then, why not? Absolutely. Then, like, six shows. For less money. Oh, those in the second or third show Saturday where you just, oh, ugh. man. You know, but there's still part of me, and I'm sure you have it too, that there's that warrior spirit. It's like, this is part of my job, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to engage. Absolutely. And you do, and it can be fun. But, you know, there, yeah. there's part of you, like, as you get better as a comic where you're like, you know, I don't want to, you, know, you know, I know I can do that. Yeah. But if I had a choice, of course. would I want to make a half hour out of that guy who's not going to remember he was at the club? Right, right. <laughs> No, I want to fucking. <laughs> I want to do my shit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what are you can do? They, it's the business we chose. It is. We chose the path. And then I, I had a, I had a, a few weeks, a few months ago, actually. I did this show where the first night, yeah, somebody like popped off, like yelled some shit at me, yeah. yeah. And so I said something back, and it, it just happened to be one of those nice, where it worked out great. Oh, that's where, gonna be great, yeah. right? Where it worked out. So the bouncer. At the end of the show, like, because it turned into huge laughs. Yeah. He's like, so uh, I was watching you, so you like it when people yell shit out, right? And I was like, hold on a second, man. Like, <laughs> it's not that I like it. Yeah. It's that, like, I, I know kind of the what tone. I'm doing. Uh, but I mean, like, you know, yeah. I, I, can, I can deal with it because I do this a lot, but I'm not saying, like, please encourage people to yell shit out the whole time. Or right? don't monitor the room. Right. Yeah. So then, of course, two, three, four, five shows go by. Yeah. Like, the sixth show... Yeah. The features on stage, and there is a table just 
full volume, like having the loudest fucking conversation ever. So I, I point at, I go, I just point at the table, like, that's a table you should go talk to, man. Yeah, yeah. You see how yeah. everybody's looking at it? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. While the guy's on stage? Yeah. It's not part of the show. Yeah, man. and he was just like, what's up? And I was yeah. like, the table? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I mean, they're just talking. I was like, that's, what, didn't we talk about this? And he was like, but you like this, right? I'm like, no. First of all, I'm not even up there. Yeah, I'm already having a yeah, problem. I have a problem now yeah. before I hit the stage. Do you ever have that thing where, like, I, and I believe that I, I can do it, and, you know, I don't care what anybody says. Like, I'm weird. Like, you know, when they're when I'm working a club, and they're loading the room in, you know, after they've loaded it in before the show even starts, I'll fucking do a round. Like, I'll just, you know, I, I don't care if people see me or what. And I'll say, hey, what's up? Yeah, I'm just, but, you know, you kind of do that, you know, you're, you'd stick your, your your face out the door and like, right over in that area, there's a bad thing happening. Absolutely. <laughs> I do it in the walk-in, in the seating. I'm like, yeah. that, that right, is that table 21? Yeah. Table 21's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's a problem right there. And then, and I and I you know what nine times out of ten you're right a hundred percent right yeah and and the person who you told is like oh yeah. yeah yeah you did say that and you're like yeah man yeah you know why because I saw him drooling on himself <laughs> on the in way the in yeah I saw his friend holding him up and then you guys brought him a bucket of mm-hmm. beers mm-hmm. so that was kind of the problem there's that but also there's like the vibe where you know you can sort of identify like a dude who's like I'm funnier than oh you know, yeah, yeah that yeah, guy yeah, like yeah. you know what do we, you know who the fuck is this guy yeah, yeah why are we here I don't know this guy if they come especially if it's a crew like if it's a crew of oh, dudes, crews of any kind yeah and there's like and there's like four and they have like that aggro energy yeah where like the aggro energy they're all wearing the button up shirts uh-huh. they're a little you know kind of think they're buff yeah know? yeah fucking like it's dude a, and then it, and then one of them one of them's always the first to yeah. pop something off yeah. and then his his buddies were are like fuck yeah tony knows what he's talking about and then so they encourage him <laughs> yeah and, and then, then you're, you're dealing with that arm. gives them confidence as a yeah, group yeah. yeah you can really like it's it's pretty exciting actually if now that we're talking about it to to sort of engage that but like with somebody like me you know i don't know where you know even the worst fucking asshole in the room who's popping off like you if you go too far the audience will be sympathetic to, there, there's that moment where you where the audience goes oh man, that was uncalled for of course <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh i'm the bad guy it's, now you got to keep yeah. the anger in check yeah that's exactly. the whole thing exactly the, when once the anger the real anger comes the real anger comes out funny is gone yeah. there's no funny left in that it's it's got to be has that happened a hundred times <laughs> where like I have lost my shit on a yeah. number of people where afterwards the audience was like this dude's insane yeah, like, yeah. I can just see it in their eyes they're yeah. like just laugh because yeah, shame on you we don't know what's gonna happen yeah, right, right now. exactly yeah exactly they're they're, like, they're, <laughs> at <laughs> first there's the, the uncomfortable laughter yeah. and then just that weird sucking silence where yeah. you 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 could hear the tone in your voice you could hear it happen yeah. and then when you finish saying whatever you're saying there's just like what? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I had a table once where it was four girls, yeah, and they were drunk, no. and Woo! it was towards. And I could just the, the thing about the people don't recognize yeah. when they when they do that, and when they like, and you feel like you're kind of being like disrespected or mocked. You don't want to be vulnerable anymore, yeah. and that kills a show. The comedy. That's exactly it kills the, the show. That's the whole fucking problem with what I'm talking about. Yeah, with uh, with performing for papered rooms. Or like it's one thing. I don't mind if like people don't know me. I mean, I'm a professional. I can do that. Yeah. But respect the goddamn situation, because like vulnerability. Because I don't want to find myself in the Mark Marin that used to perform ten years ago. That would just strut the stage and go. Is there a problem? Yeah. Like I've 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 gotten past that. Right. And and I'm not. I guess uh, I don't know. Like I I I can't 
detached from my material. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't autopilot. Because if I autopilot, it's just a, a tragedy. So if I'm not going to be vulnerable, yeah. if I can't open up and be comfortable and like, let's have fun here, yeah. then the other thing is just sort of like, oh, you want this? All right, yeah. we can do this. Yeah. I'm still engaged. What is it? That And that, that kills a performance. Yeah, the worst. It absolutely kills it. I don't want to open up anymore. I also, yeah. not only do I not want to like share, I don't want to have fun anymore yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. this group was like, you know, front of the, and they were like, and it was like, it was building and I was kind of like, yeah, you know, yeah, could yeah. you? Okay, yeah. And, um, and then one of the girls said something and she was, she was really, and hammered. also people in the back can't hear it. No. So if you're not repeating their fucking stupid bullshit, yeah. you're just a guy yelling at these girls. These girls that yeah. look, that look like they're just laughing. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they're like, what is this guy fucking, he doesn't like their laugh. Yeah. So I was like, I keep saying stuff and there's a back and forth. And finally, when I said something, the one girl who's like the drunkest, turns and she spits on the ground and i was like did you just fucking spit on the ground like you're a pig you know that you're a fucking pig yeah why don't we bring you a bucket so you can eat and drink and spit into your own fucking bucket you pig and like it was perfect a server had just taken a bucket off of another person's table, and in the moment, he walked up and put a bucket in front oh, of her. Oh, yeah. Support. So the whole crowd laughs and applauds. She, who's drunk and kind of confused, wants to, like, you know, wants to play out. She thinks we're, like, fucking improving right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. She picks up the bucket to give it back to him and falls over another table. So now, like, her legs go up in the air, and people, and, like, it's a fucking, just a mess. <laughs> And then her friends start yelling at me, how dare you call her a pig? And I was like, she spit on the fucking ground. And she's what, on the table. Look at her. She's fucking, her ass is up in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's spit on the ground. Yeah, Who yeah. fucking does that? Yeah. And it, it just built, built. And then they're yelling more at me. Well, I'm getting more angry because now I realize there's almost like no hope. There's no way they're going to follow the show. Yeah. So I'm just pissed about that. How far in are you? 15 minutes. Uh, it's bad. Yeah. And... <laughs> And then I get really pissed and yeah. I start yelling at them like, and I, and I'm trying to, I'm just, you know, at that point I'm just trying to insult them. Yeah. I want to hurt their feelings. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, there's a fuck. You, Someone's going to cry. You know, I know you, they, you, they probably rode up on you and, and your trough is out back. Why yeah, don't you yeah. go there and you feed? Kept and going with the pig thing. The pig and yeah. The, yeah. And then the girl, one, her friend is losing it. Yeah. They end up carrying the friend out. The bouncer has to pick her up. And the then, original one? No, her, the one. friend that's supporting. How dare you call her back? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she's like yeah. defending her friend. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm not even letting her voice, like, let anybody hear. I'm just, I just keep going like as as yeah. hard as I can. Yeah. And then finally they're out of the room, and I'm looking at the door that they they pull them out of, and I'm like, and I look back, and the whole audience <laughs> is like, God damn, like just <laughs> wide eyed, like, yeah, where are we going now? And I was like. Can't spit on the ground, guys. <laughs> like I didn't know what else to say. I was like, "That's disrespectful." Did that work? They were kind of like, and I, I realized that I couldn't go back to like. So the other day, yeah, 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 yeah. So I just, I had to stop the show and be like, "Look, you're, you come to the show," and I had to give like a lecture on, <laughs> on proper I behavior. And, and I, and I was like, "I apologize for yeah. like losing my shit in front of you." Yeah, I know it's not fun, but I was like, "Look," and I had to explain in detail what happened. And then people were like, no, that's cool. And like, you know. Yeah, all right. So, yeah. Put this back on the tracks if you can. <laughs> free ticket, bro. We're, we're kind of with you. We're kind <laughs> of. We came for free. This yeah. is a pretty cool show. 
<laughs> well, that's all you can do is like, hey, something happened. Yeah. Right? Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is not, you know, you'll remember this. At least, you know, I think in those situations when you lose your shit, if yeah. somebody has your side, yeah. you at least feel... Oh, a God. little bit justified. Oh, but that know? moment where, where you just know, you know, like when you've said cunt. Oh, yeah. You know, and or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, or you got you know, the crying bachelorette or, you know, something's just gone. You know, or you, you're sort of going in on some woman who's got with a dude and mm-hmm. then, you know, like you start something funny and then all of a sudden you, you realize the dude's not looking at you too funny anymore yeah, at that yeah. moment. Yeah. Or you, uh, or you ever like laying to some dude that then like you know he's got no legs or something <laughs> that moment? Oh, I did that for I did that one time on, on a clap. Yeah, and uh, you never do something that's totally out of like the norm for you. Like it's a behavior or a gesture or something. Right, right. And just in that one moment, you decided to do it. Yeah, I, I walked up on stage and I never do this. Yeah, but as they're applauding, I start applauding back to them but in a manner of like why don't you applaud more like i'm staring at people at like, a guy like where's yeah, your, I've where's done your that. fucking yeah, applaud yeah. how come i'm this is show so more people applaud yeah and then i find a woman in the front and i go like this to her like yeah. clapping yeah and looking at her and she just keeps looking at me and the man who's with her puts his arm around her but like in a really protective way right. and just stares at me like yeah hey man yeah and so i'm like right. and then i look and she has no arms so <laughs> She just has a coat over her no arms. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> and I know that we're like the only ones who have. No, so, right, so, so I'm just, not. I go. Just moved on. I don't want to like yeah, make yeah, it worse. Yeah. And I just go, I was driving here today. It was yeah, crazy. Man, right in, man. Right into right, it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. after the show, even though it was totally unspoke, we didn't, she comes up and she goes, I totally know what happened. And she goes, I have a million jokes about my situation. So it, it's fine. And I was like, yeah, I just, I didn't know you didn't have hands, you know. <laughs> You're like, did you have a good time? Really? Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I well, Chris, how does it uh, work? How long you been with Christina? Um, eight years. Really? Yeah. How long you been married? We've been married just over four years. It's going good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, she's fun, smart man. Yeah, she's a lot of fun. Like I didn't really get to know her until like, she came over and did the podcast, but she's sharp. She's she's super sharp. She's yeah. Nice. Yeah, we have. I mean, uh, I, it's. It's worked out great that I find uh, we found each other that we get along well and we can do. We just have a good time together. We yeah, can just make each other laugh. And, and you're working together. Yeah, I mean, you know, it came from the podcast. The podcast is what is is the thing that we do together all the time. And you guys are doing all right with that. You got a lot of listeners. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're not like fucking your level, but we have enough where it's like there's a following. Yeah, they're really die hard yeah like super loyal listeners yeah yeah people get very invested in your life and when you yeah you know we share they know us so intimately and then like my family are regular call-ins on the show yeah so my dad's always on yeah. talking about his bowel movements and, uh-huh. and like that's all he talks about does he know he's on the show yeah, yeah 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 and then but like he just you know he just loves talking about it and then i was with him when he shit his pants so i got uh uh audio of him moments after he shit his pants which is really so that, that's cutting that's break, breaking news breaking news on the show <laughs> and uh they know my sister my lunatic sister with the with the one-year-old and her crazy coffee orders like they know it they know everybody really intimately on the show yeah and that's been super fun and that we get to do that together and then we normally don't get to work together you know we're doing the whole the circuit of i'm in fucking houston you're both headliners in, yeah and she's in san jose and right. dc and i'm in you know chicago so now, why the fuck when they package you? I mean, that's a very odd thing. They've, I mean, they've tried, but it's always like, uh, 
I don't know. It's 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 just usually not. It's not always the most enticing offer, and we're like, nah, I'd rather just go do my. Oh, own. right, right, yeah. right, right. So, but now we're trying to take more control of it. Yeah. So it's the thing where like this way we get to be together instead of spending every fucking week apart, and then um and it's to an audience that wants to see us. Yeah, it's great. So, it, like I'm like I I'm it, the only the only issue with that with, with it is is that like I love my fans and they're great. Yeah. But they're sort of like um they know everything. Yeah. You know, and they they know everything. Yeah. So you go do your jokes and they're like, that's great. But how's your dad? You know, which which is <laughs> hey. nice. I mean, I like that too. Yeah. But like there there's already sort of this weird kind of like how do you continue to fill the content yeah, yeah. You, you know what i mean because oh, you sure. always want to go out like you know you talk about everything on the podcast and then then sometimes those become jokes yeah you know things get honed and then but then like sort of like it's going to get to the point where it's like oh my god you guys are you're all here uh and you know that thing that happened last week and <laughs> Uh, well, this morning, let's start with this morning. <laughs> you right. know, you got it really forces you in that situation where I got to stay on top yeah, of this yeah. shit. You ever take a shower? It's like yeah. a really hot shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. That happened today. Today. I got nothing on it, but I'll have something on it. Yeah. But when, when you deal with a, my second wife was a, an aspiring comic. Um, did you guys, was there fucking, do, do you have problems with like, uh, like who's going to do that one? And what do you? No, not really. I mean, it's, it honestly has like worked out like where, you know, we both, we started around the same time. We got to know each other. We kind of developed around the same pace. And like most of the time it's like, we'll have a conversation and whoever says like the funny line about whatever we're talking about, well, they, they get, well, they said the joke. So it's never been a thing like forget the one that was last week but like she said the joke and then she's like that's mine right and i was like yeah you, you just said it like yeah, you, you, i'm not gonna steal shit from your mouth that you just said so. right but but do you ever go like well i kind of did the setup i kind of yeah i mean i i drove you there well you tagged it but you know it's my setup. concept was all me <laughs> does that happen no it really doesn't uh, i swear it doesn't oh uh, that's funny yeah so how do you get from uh florida to america's most wanted though um, when what the I fuck was, was that career? That's path? crazy, right? Um, I went to high school with uh, one of uh, John Walsh's kids, and he was the host of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I was at college, r- randomly, I saw him on campus with his kid um, taking a tour of the school. Yeah. And his, um, I, I just went up to him, and I was a TV production and radio production major. So I just said hi introduced myself to him and he was like oh if you want um an internship like at the show because we had to do internships actually that summer just um here's a like here's my office's number just call him yeah so i called i got an internship there when i was in school over that my uh the course of like the summer after my junior year you were in school in dc no i was in school in north carolina at a really small school uh called lenore ryan we're in north carolina in hickory that's fucking nice there, huh? Small, just really small. But North Carolina is pretty, man. I mean, beautiful. I, it's weird the beautiful. thing about how your only school I got into. But yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> but, they, but it's weird how your opinions change about the South once you sort of spend time there. Carolina's stunning. Yeah, 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 beautiful, beautiful. And I, you know, I like the people. I, and I used to condescend, but I, you know, I, you know, even cause you ever had that moment where you know I did a show in uh, Louisville, mm-hmm. Louisville, Louisville, yeah. And some dude, like in his sixties, he looked just like the kind of guy. I'd be like, "What the fuck is that guy yeah. doing here?" He came up to me. He's like, "I've never heard of you before, and that was the greatest show I ever saw." Yeah, and you're just sort of like, "Ah, oh, he's one of my people." Then, yeah, I, you know, I should. Why do I pigeonhole myself? You, you get, you get 
um, surprised a lot when you when you have your your prejudgment about, especially I think about the South. Yeah, some of those people are totally on board on the same level. And if you're vulnerable and you're sweet and you're for real, of course. Fucking, yeah, it's only yeah. when you bring the condescension, yeah, to, to the, the stage, stage, of course, that you're going to get yeah. into trouble. Yeah. And then they, you know, a lot of times people that you're like the ones that never heard of you, they yeah. just, um, and this is, goes for the South, but for anywhere yeah. like that, they think it's cool that you uh, brought these thoughts of yours <laughs> yeah, yeah. out and said them. Yeah. And they're just like, that was so crazy. You said shit like that. <laughs> I've never heard somebody talk out loud like that. And you're like, wasn't that fun? And they're like, that was a lot of fucking fun. <laughs> yeah. You said all yeah. kinds of crazy. I don't know where you come up with this stuff. Yeah. It was really fun. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. That's the best fucking moment. It is. Yeah, you know, it's better than uh, somebody who knows you. Yeah, in a way, like, it yeah, is. Yeah. It is because like that's our job, really. You know, now we, yeah. you know, everything's become so niche marketed. You know, we think we want all we want to do is talk to people that know us, but you know, we're still sort of like, I want to just go, you know, do my job. Yeah, and then like when those random things, are like I don't know where the fuck you are. Yeah, in that head of yours, but yeah, you know, good luck with everything. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, you seem to be in a little trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best is when they think you're you're you got problems yeah, yeah, like wow. uh, good luck with everything yeah yeah you're a wild one man yeah. <laughs> hey we hope you stick around if you know what i mean yeah. i've had people like they're like take it easy out there i'm like <laughs> it's a joke what are you, what are you talking about man? Yeah. this is how i'm taking it easy yeah yeah i'm taking it easy so you do the internship at the fucking place oh yeah i do the internship um i go back to school for a senior year oh, yeah and then i go to boston for the summer to do real estate uh, why, why? My friend was doing real estate. So you he, know what the fuck you wanted to do? No, not really. I mean, I, I knew I wanted to get into really doing comedy, yeah. but I didn't know like which avenue. It was, how, how it was it, scary, yeah. Yeah, how do you do that? So he was like, dude, renting apartments to people in Boston is a fucking cash machine, and it's super easy. And he's like, all you got to do is come up here, pa- pass the test, yeah. and you just show apartments. Yeah. Like, you don't have to know anything. Yeah. Because there's such a demand. The students. Students. Yeah. And there's 61 universities. And, and they're all rich parents. And they all and they all have to pay the commission to rent the apartment just for you showing it to them. Yeah. I went up there. I kept failing the fucking real estate test. Ugh. And then he's like, dude, you really got to pass this test. <laughs> and after the third time I passed the test, I started working. I only stayed like eight weeks. Yeah. And in those eight weeks, I made, you know, I mean, this is like, this is 2001. Yeah. Uh like twelve or thirteen thousand dollars in eight weeks, which wow. I thought was I was out of college. I was like, man, real world is awesome. You yeah. make tons of money doing <laughs> yeah, this yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was amazing. Yeah, and I got, but I was like, I do not want to do. I knew right. I was like, so when I got a call from America's Most Wanted, the people that interned for him were like, we'll offer you a job, three month contract, and then you can re up after that. Yeah, I went back, worked for them. Was totally miserable in DC. Worked, yeah, did you like DC? Um, I did. I, I just, I didn't, I just knew that I didn't want to do that job anymore. I mean, I, I, I kind of like the area. I like, I like bigger cities. Uh, I, I feel what, but like, was the job, did you feel dirty? No, it wasn't that at all. It was just like, they gave me actually much more responsibility as an intern. I was essentially producing episodes of one of their spinoff shows as an intern. Yeah. Like, and they were just getting a free producer. Yeah. And I was like really doing it. Right. And then here they were like, you know just research that stuff and like I, nothing I said counted for it. I was like, I was based, like I was almost a PA yeah. after doing like real producing. Oh, so it just became a grind. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this sucks, man. Yeah. So were I was you surprised like, at how many people that they were looking for were from Florida in some way? Um, <laughs> it felt right. It felt right. <laughs> there yeah. are, right? A lot. There's nothing. a lot of Florida. Yeah. 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 And yeah. even now, like yeah. you just, 
Like when I see crazy stories come yeah. up, they're like, and then he he hid eight that, bodies. Well, who's that yeah. genius who made that Twitter account? Florida man, have you are you? Hit I, to that? I haven't even seen that. It's it great, really. It's, like it was really a strike of genius. It's a, the Twitter is just Florida man, and all he seems to do is pull headlines out of Florida newspapers. So like Florida man beats friend with axe. Oh, fl- or Florida man like that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It's great. You got to get hip to that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to send links. My friend and I would send. Uh, articles to each other about from our home like he was from baltimore yeah and, and i would just be like here's one from florida today just another just a great he's like <laughs> this is crazy man yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. this is this kid a kid kidnapped his mother yeah. like what yeah. and then yeah and then he fucking ran the car into a school and then you're like and this story doesn't even make yeah national news no yeah. Like yeah. you just had to read a yeah i don't know why i don't know what that is why that is down there it's 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 um it's not a lot of rules man it's kind of a law i mean it's nothing's totally lawless anymore but right you know, there's, there's like it attracts people because there's no income, state income tax. Right. So that's always alluring to people, yeah. and it's alluring to, it's alluring to the people at the top. Yeah. Who make a lot of money, they want to protect their money. And it's alluring to people who got nothing, and it's alluring to like, uh, you know, I just did seven years. Yeah. And yeah. I need, a, I need a fucking place <laughs> right. to go. Right. You know. Right. And it's it's it, it there's a there's a world for you if you're want to be on a golf course yeah and there's a world for you if you are a fucking scumbag yeah and and you can just you can fit into your own circle right. there's plenty of you yeah there's other people who are yeah. not going to be so like scumbag communities very scummy communities yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. there's all yeah. levels of scumbag definitely yeah yeah so all right so you quit that gig yeah. and then you move to i do yeah so i quit the gig and then i decide i want to move to la yeah. so i was like i just want to pursue it and then i come out here and uh i sign up for the groundlings you did yeah and I went through the first level, the second level, and then in the, one of those, I think in the first level, I had comedians in my class yeah. who were already doing stand-up who said, like, you should try doing stand-up. So you, you were would. doing sketch and improv. Yeah, I mean, like, I was just doing, yeah, like, improv classes. I wasn't even really, you know, I was just yeah. doing the classes. And then they were like, you would like stand-up. Yeah. And they got me on a on a show. Yeah. Introduced me to somebody as if I was. They were like, he's a stand-up. Yeah. And I was like, and you know what I did for my first stand-up show? What? I invited people and told them I was a stand-up and not that it was my first time ever doing stand-up. Yeah. So they're like, you do stand-up? And yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that go. No, I mean. Yeah. Was it all right? It was okay. Here's yeah. what made it okay. Uh, it was really small, like 20 people at a bar. Where? Oh, you just it was going? called The Good Bar. It's yeah. not even there. It's always yeah. on Sunset. Yeah. And um, they had the the list, the order. Yeah. And I was like seventh, yeah. And I was in full fucking panic. Oh yeah, that's like a, just pounding the, beers. It's the longest hour in the world. Oh my god! <laughs> and the MC goes up. This woman, uh, older woman. I just remember she. I was asking. I was like, I'm seventh, right? And like, yeah, you're seventh. Yeah. And then I'm just listening to her. Yeah. Open the show. She goes, All right, your first comic tonight is uh, uh, Tom Sagrara Sagrada. I was like, holy shit. Oh, that's probably the best thing that could happen. It was the best thing that ever happened. Yeah. I ran up there, and as I'm shaking hands with her, I was yeah. like, hey, I thought it was seventh. And she goes, oh, yeah, you were. <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> and I get up there and just nonsense, whatever I talk about for like Sweat seven, through it. Sweat through it, but then get done with it. Get some laughs, like enough yeah. where it's like, they're like, yeah, I guess he's an all right <laughs> fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And then, but not like, he, he's not the worst fucking comic right. I've ever seen. right. And then I got off, and I was like, "Holy shit, I did that!" You yeah. Know? And then the bug was the seed was planted. It was planted, man. That's it. And then I—that's actually what led to me not finish. Like the next level at the Growlings was writing lab. Yeah. For like writing sketches. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And they call you for it, and I was like, I can't do it because yeah. I was doing like gigs. Yeah. 
and then they call you a second time. Yeah. And if you turn down the second time, they just don't call you anymore. Yeah. So you I were just, out. I was out. And that was it. And yeah, then you start doing what? Just the imp- did you get into the improv? How long did it take to? Because LA is a weird place to start. It is weird. Like when people come here, like there, I only know a few guys that genuinely, honestly, started here. Yeah. Because uh, you know, it's just it's weird. It's it, you would think it'd be easier to come up, but I don't know if it is because um, everybody sort of sees you at every level that you're at. I got lucky with the improv. Yeah. I got lucky with the improv because I got in early. Yeah. And. I basically was able to once I got to open like on a few shows because they have you know we have the we have Hollywood we also have Brea Irvine Ontario which is kind of that they southern, need hosts yeah yeah and and they would just be like I could just put in like hey you know host host and then once I got bumped up to feature for them after a couple of years I was able to parlay that into like hey I'll work I'll feature at any of these other clubs yeah and I know like. They're not going to pay you shit. Right. I'm going to rack up credit card debt buying plane tickets. Yeah. It was a way to like get in at all the clubs. Get in and also get, uh, you know, do time. Yeah. Do tons of time in front of, in front of real audiences yeah, 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 all yeah. over the country. And yeah. do, were there comics, like bigger guys that, you know, pulled you along or? Oh anything? yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 I mean, like I, who? uh, Jay Moore. Yeah. Uh, Rogan. Yeah. Um, Russell Peters. Oh yeah. Yeah. All those guys, um, I toured open for a number of times did like it was great i mean it's it's a huge boost to get to get full houses of like oh yeah see how your jokes work yeah yeah and then like when you when you when you realize that you're you're performing to people with expectations who, yeah. who are paying and want yeah, a good night yeah, and yeah. then you know just to be around and you've been validated by the the, the, the big the, headliner yeah 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 so they they know that like oh you're supposed to be good yeah so let's yeah see it. let's fucking see yeah it. yeah yeah, yeah th- those were great experiences all three of those guys took me to places i didn't you know i wouldn't i would not have gone to yeah I and mean. those are solid dudes yeah and they got big get big followings huge um yeah, yeah russell uh Took me to London. I did the O2 Arena with him. Wow. Which is... How many is that? 16, 15, 16,000. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'd never, ever done anything like that. It's crazy. I mean, I, and I, I don't think I ever will. I mean, I mean it must, you must have to wait a while for that laugh to roll all the way back. It's a little... You know, it's, I told somebody that the, the craziest part of that is usually when you do a room like a club yeah. or even a small theater yeah. and you have a joke that really hits... In your mind, one of the things that happens is you you gauged that's so that's how loud it gets in here. Right. That's you know how to yeah. You know, the, the timing is right. It's, so it I, happens innately. Uh huh. Yeah. And so I went through a set, and then I was like, and I had jokes hitting. Everyone's laughing, you know. And I'm like, wow. So that's what it sounds like to hear fifteen thousand people laugh. And and like uh, like you you must not have gotten all of the jokes because it takes longer. I oh mean, yeah, like, yeah. You know, literally a ten minute set is like seven jokes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you're know right. What I mean? Yeah, you you really have to pace it out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fucking phenomenal. But then I get off stage in my mind, being like, I just did pretty good for these fifteen thousand. <laughs> and then they introduce him, and they got so much louder. <laughs> For his introduction than anything I ever said, I was and I got I got goosebumps. I yeah, mean, hair stood up. I've yeah. never seen anything like it. I yeah, mean, it was there. It was like someone was like, "Ladies and gentlemen, the Rolling Stones." Like, yeah. that's how loud he was. Huge. He Dude, still is pretty. Still huge. is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was crazy, and it was it was, uh, you know, I was like, "This is to watch somebody do stand up." Yeah, it's amazing. Stand up and Joe's crowds. Like I don't know, like, phenomenal. I always picture them as like sort of a gladiator event for some reason. You know. I think aesthetically, yeah, it sometimes is that. But yeah, they are awesome, awesome yeah, yeah, audiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. they are also 
crazy as far as like the energy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they're jacked. They're jacked up, and it's super fun to do to do his crowds. I've never had a bad time. That's great with his audience. That's great. That's a good time. So what, let's talk about before we end it. Like, do you go to Peru? I haven't been now. I used to go a lot. Really? Yeah, I used to go when so you I was first cousins and shit. And... Oh yeah, 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 tons. And and we used to spend uh, our like I would spend my summer in Peru living with family there. Wow. And then they would because they have, we have opposite summers. They yeah. would spend their summers and they would come and live with us. Yeah. Well, growing up, so this is like as a basically 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 year old. I would go all the time. All, that for, must for have been summers. amazing. It was awesome. Did you have uh, cousins who were like, you want to do some Mamita, blow? I made almost a double for Some fresh blow? Um, they weren't really into that. I did one time, this was really stupid. We went down there because you can get some real shit, you know. In a, you in can a, be in dead shit. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of coke that comes out of there. But I never I never got into coke. So, yeah. But I was like, I went down there once and I was like, I was like, hey, can we get some weed? Yeah. And one of my cousins was like, I guess, like, let me go ask this dude. <laughs> and so he told a guy, and he was like, all right, you got to give him 20 bucks. Yeah. And we went to a, like a school campus and we did like a whole fucking, you know, staged like. Uh, like a handoff? Yeah, thing where yeah. he was like, you got 20 bucks? And I was like, yeah, man. Slip him 20 bucks. And he slides me like six ounces. And I was like, what the fuck is this, man? I was thought I was getting a little bag. He's like, it's $20 in weed. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you want $2,000 right now? And he was like, no, it's 20 bucks. And I was like, all right. And I put it like in a coat. And I was like, dude, like we just, we just moved weight. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> and we go back to the house and like we roll up a joint and we smoke this joint. And I swear to God, like half an hour later, my cousin is like falling off the bed. Yeah. Like sitting there, I was like, he's dead. I don't yeah, know what's yeah. wrong with him. <laughs> yeah. My my friend who I brought with me to Peru was looking at me. He's like, what's going on? I was like, dude, I hear trains. Do you hear trains? <laughs> and he was like, trains? And I was like, you don't hear trains coming? <laughs> and now he was like, nah. I was like, this isn't weed, man. I don't know what we're smoking right now, but it isn't weed. And he's like, are you cold? And I was like, yeah, I'm real cold. Yeah. And I was like, I've never, I've smoked weed a thousand times. It doesn't feel like this. Yeah. And he was like, uh, I don't know what it is. And I was like, well, it's probably what happens when you get that much shit for $20. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody just fucking put W. 40 on some leaves yeah. <laughs> we just decided to smoke and it. you had no idea what it no was. idea what it was yeah and, and we smoked the next night too of course yeah, yeah of course and, and the trains come back uh, uh for him yeah <laughs> not for me he got trains he got night. trains the next what'd night, you yeah. get Bats? i uh i just i just got cold again i think i was like, I'm did you get high though yeah 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 super yeah. high but it was it was super super weird man my family is you know like there, because there's also people like my mom always is like, "What are you talking about?" When I when I tell her like, I'm like, "You know, you're not white. Like you're you're Latin." She's like, "I'm white. What are you fucking talking about?" You say that to your mother. It's like you're not white. Yeah, oh, that's all the a time. conversation. Oh, all the time. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "I'm white," and I'm like, "No, you're Latin. You're yeah. Latina." Yeah. She's like, "Yeah, but she's like, when we are in Peru." we're white like right she's like i don't like like they, you go to mexico they don't go you're mexican you're you know there's white mexicans right those but those are from spanish blood right like, which which like that happened in peru too of course yeah oh yeah 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 so so, so that was a class system of people that were and it really still yeah. exists yeah it, yeah, yeah it does i mean yeah, francisco bizarro was the one who landed and you know killed out the and basically 250, 300 Spaniards killed 80,000 native Ugh. Peruvians. Yeah. And, um, and then fuck the rest. Fuck the rest. <laughs> brought Catholicism yeah. and Spanish. Yeah. 
And um, and then today, still, you know, there's a smaller white population right. who have the wealth from are, probably back then. For a lot of it, probably is passed down from that. And then they're super racist to, to the, the native indigenous people. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's the worst kind of racism. Is like the like the the people who are part of that people that they hate. Oh right, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The worst. I know, I know, because they're they're mixed with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. have that blood in you, man. Yeah, and it's just the worst. They're like that fucking scum. Yeah, yeah. And they're super open about it too. Is the other thing about like in, yeah, just blatant racism, shameless in, in yeah. Latin America. Yeah, but never everyone always talks about American racism. Yeah, I think ours is more like salacious in a way, and like you know, but it's also more like. Publicized, and it's, it's also publicized. It's wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. wrong. But like, it's um. But we ignore like the racism of like other, other countries. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's their it's, problem. Yeah, and it's so blatant. <laughs> oh yeah, they. That's where genocide comes from. Yeah, we haven't done that here. Right. But we did actually. Right. I wasn't part of it, but the Indians are they're not in the best shape right nah, now. Yeah, a few we left. Gave them a little something. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, hit me on seventeen, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to help. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tom. Thanks, man. Thank you. That's it. That's our show. I hope you enjoyed. I'd like to thank the members of Yacht. Go get that song where they said you could get it. Thank you to Tom. Thank you for listening. Denver, tomorrow, or yeah, tomorrow night and Saturday, Friday the 23rd and Saturday the 24th at the Comedy Works. Go to WTFPod.com to get the app, to get on the mailing list to get some merch to leave a comment to see who's been on the show to get some just coffee.coop gonna put some new posters up there soon a lot of things are going on and uh as always hiding a lot of pain hope you didn't hear it uh not complaining this isn't pain related to career stuff it's just a general ache that goes way back so have a good day boomer lives <laughs>